All right, guys, welcome to the Mental Stability Podcast from Thought to Execution. We provide real stories, strategies, and techniques in order to help you build the life and the resilience you want to get the habits so you can overcome obstacles regardless of your problems or situations. Today on the podcast, we have Aaron. Now, Aaron's been my friend for a very long time, and he's doing some quite inspirational things quite recently as well as overcoming some massive obstacles. Uh, we're going to get into that in this podcast. I think you should listen to this podcast if you've been going through some struggles yourself, you've been lacking in motivation, or you just really need to understand how people overcome problems and how you can integrate that into your life. So without further ado, we have the amazing Aaron. Uh, Aaron, what's your story, my friend? Hi, guys. Um, I'll start off quite simple. I'll probably start off from the beginning, to be honest, in my childhood. Um, Excellent. I didn't have the best childhood in the world. Um, I've been a lot by my dad as mm-hmm. a kid. Um, and then when I was 70, well, I was bowling in school a little bit for the first year, mm-hmm. seven and eight. And then when I was 17, I found out, no, when I was 15, I found out my mother had cancer. And then 17, oh I found out she was terminal and then she passed away. At the age of 22, not the age of 23, my sister committed suicide. Took her own mm-hmm. life. 24, my granddad died. Mm-hmm. Um, and then recently in October, just gone, me and my ex-partner had a miscarriage. We lost our baby. Terrible. Uh, January, just gone. And then I found out my cousin had took his own life. And then mm-hmm. unfortunately, I had a bad lapse of events um, leading up to all of this. And I ended up in hospital in February. Yeah. 18th of February, the exact date. And I also didn't add, and I was stabbed in 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you was, <laughs> you was. Um, there was a mugging gone wrong uh, on the way on from an out, and someone tried to stab, well, someone did stab me after we got mm-hmm. into an altercation, an unprovoked altercation. We're trying to, obviously, we're trying to provoke, we're trying to rob me and I'm, you know, me being me, mm-hmm. trying to stop him. Which I did, effectively. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's me. Well, I think the first thing is, um, it's really important that you've come out and you've spoken about these things. Um, because obviously, when it comes to, to uh, maybe it's the male mentality, maybe it's because we're from a rough town. We seem that we, we almost have to take everything on board. Now, I've been a close friend to you for many years. And I knew some of these ups and downs you've been going through. But not all of them. And that goes to show that, you know, sometimes even the people you, you think you know most, you don't actually know what's going on in life. That's why um, it's very important, and I'll stress this a lot, that it doesn't matter if someone's saying they're okay all the time. It, just because they're saying they're okay, it doesn't mean you've got to go and check on them. Mm-hmm. What, what it was with me, people would say, oh, you're doing that, and you're all right, I'm fine. I'm fine. Do you know what I mean? When I, the times I couldn't be bothered talking, I'm fine. But the times I really did want to talk, but the mm-hmm. times where people weren't asking me was all right, where I felt That's like it. I needed them. So it's important, and you know me, Pete, I ring you a lot. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I do it with all my other mates as well. And I'll ring them <clears> for a quick five-minute chat. And it takes fa- I'll take 20, 30 minutes out of my day just to ring a couple of mates just to see how they are. And you might bug them, yeah. But at, <laughs> least, at least they know then, if they ever have any problems, they know they can come to me. And then mm-hmm. they don't have to feel like a burden. I think that's a problem nowadays. Men feel like they're a burden and it's integrated into our system to be a man and let nothing bother us and we're the, we're the protectors and we're the ones that have to be okay all the time. We're the ones that have to help the women, et cetera, et cetera. And there's just not enough guys speaking out. And this is why the suicide rate is 70, 75% in men. It's 25% in women. Yeah. It's 18, 18 deaths a day in men. 18 deaths a day, which is ridiculous. 84 men a week can take their own life. <laughs> nice wink there. But yeah, you've, you've made more than a value point of just speaking out about it. Like oftentimes, it's, if you're out with your friends and you do struggle, you're trying to put on a brave face and you're trying to forget those things whilst you're out. So if yeah, someone exactly. says, are you okay? You don't want to go, oh, actually, no, I've had a terrible week and, you know, all this. Um, or I've been thinking really dark thoughts. You don't say that openly in the pub or with your friends or wherever you are. 
because you don't want to address that when you're out of it. It's your only moment you get away from that darkness or away from those thoughts. And I think that's where these problems can, can really hide and, and sort of, if you never have those deep in-depth conversations with people, you know, and you, you trust, um, this never gets unrooted, you know what I mean? And people just tend to live with it. The worst, uh, that... time, the worst time, and I'll always say this to everyone else, is when, you sleep, if, when you're about to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I always say this, if you, pe- people can be found throughout the day, but as soon as they're about to go to bed, that's when everything comes flooding. Yeah. Because you're yeah. alone then. You're alone in bed. With your, or you, might, you might be with your partner, don't get me wrong, but she might drop off to your both trying to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But you'll always be alone with your own thoughts, and that's the worst thing. That's the, that's the moment I call empty thoughts when I talk to people, because often they're even false. You know, they're, they're telling you people don't care about you. Uh, they're telling you that you're not good enough and stuff like yeah. that. And it, it's, a complete, it's a complete falsehood if you actually looked at the facts, but you, you really feel those thoughts that sneak in. Um, so there's little things you can do, obviously, uh, that we go over to try and help people overcome that. But today I think you're quite inspirational because all of this has, has sort of happened to you over and over through the years. And now you had your own spell and now you're in a position where I, th- I feel like you're trying to not only overcome it, but inspire people to do more and, and to really come out. I feel like I'm what in a different you- position because... Yeah, there's all these psychiatrists and stuff out there. And yeah, I, I, I do think they're fantastic, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. They've got a degree for a reason. But I always feel like it's better speaking to someone who's been through it. You feel yes. more of a connection, do you know what I mean? And nowadays, not- with, with a poor funding, poor funding in mental health, people can be waiting months and months and months. Yeah. Months and months and months to go get an appointment, do you know what I mean? That's and everyone's yeah. got that time. So I think that's why it's important, especially people who've been through it. You know, just even if you're battling a little bit yourself, to try and put yourself out there, try and help other people. I know, I mean, I, 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 I've tried and tested all of this, me, Pete. As soon as I came mm-hmm. out, I started doing these videos. And then yeah, I realized I that. That, that wasn't working for me because they were just mm-hmm. bringing back stuff. And I thought, you know what? I'm not ready to do that. I'm not ready to keep speaking about it all the time. Yes. So, I said to myself, right, what else, what else can I do to help people? And that's why this marathon thing. Oh, we're going to get into that, don't worry. <laughs> that's why this fundraising came into effect. I thought, what other ways can I help people? And this is what I can do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So fundraising for me is probably the next best step. Because at the end of the day, I only came out of hospital two months ago. Yeah, definitely. Just because yeah. you, yeah. you go in hospital and then you come out, doesn't mean you're okay. Doesn't mean you've, no. So, don't get me wrong, I feel in an absolutely amazing position, and I do. And I know for a fact that I'll never put myself in that position ever again because I, I, I know what's going to put me in that position. Yes. And what's yeah. going to put me in that position is what I'm going to avoid. And mostly mm-hmm. for me, ev- everyone's got their own triggers. Mostly for me, it's negativity. Negativity. Mm-hmm. When, as soon as I see negativity, that's it for me. If someone's being negative towards me, mm-hmm. in, 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 the, in the sense of more than about things you know what i mean i don't mean yeah. negativity in the sense of someone coming telling me that oh i'm not fit i'm feeling down today stuff like that That's yeah like, yeah no no obviously not no because in general about. life like people who just talk negative all the time and have no positive yeah. thoughts oh yeah definitely 100 percent. it's that kind of who's your influence if you're hearing negative things all day what do you think your experience is going to be you know what i mean negative I, I always I always say, it's, and, and, it, and it's such cliche as well, it's surround yourself with positive people. Yeah. I always say that people's positivity will rub off on you. And I, and, I, and I use this as a big example, right? When you go on a phone call with somebody and mm-hmm. they're saying so negative and, you, and they're saying so down, you come off that phone call, you're thinking, oh, you're thinking Jesus Christ, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, they've rumoured it. Yeah. feel a bit crap now. Or you, you, you go on the phone to some customer service or something, and you know, they're so upbeat and they say it's so positive. You come off that, and I always feel better, and I think, wow, yeah. everything's just being nice to me. But that's just me personally. I like being nice to people, and I, I like people being nice to me back. Mm-hmm. That, for me, is what drives me forward. For everyone else, it can be completely different. But personally, mm-hmm. that, for me, is a driving force in looking after my own mental health for the near future. Yeah. 
what was um because obviously you you put yourself in a position where you was in a really well not, didn't put yourself in the position so to speak but it happened and you was in really a really dark place i know this happened for me what was the maybe turning point or, or thought that you the first thought you maybe had or first thing that you noticed and you said you know what i deserve better i am better you know i can get out of this what what was it for you uh for me it was probably the second day i was in hospital right okay weird it was like some people it can be like a progression but for me it was just like an explosion right it was like a massive explosion and the second day i was in hospital and i was just like right what have, like what did i do two days ago i was like mm -hmm. you know trying to kill myself what did i do mm -hmm. two days ago why have i done that i need to pull my head out my backside and really hit this head on and the issue was me always and you know Pete, you knew a couple of things and i'm close to you I could yeah. tell people one hand that I told everything to, and it's mm -hmm. mostly ex-girlfriends. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I've never really spoke about it at all to my mates, et cetera, et cetera. It was mostly, not, not, not really about this, you could say it's about stigma, it's more of the fear of people not caring. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. And then when I was in hospital, I was just like, the best thing I need to do now is just to write a status on Facebook and explain everything. And that was mm -hmm. the best thing for me. Yeah, people, people might say, oh, you're looking for it. I'm not looking for attention. It that wasn't was, like that, no. That was the best thing for me. It was like, I just let everybody know. Let the old world know. You know, it's like having a big, deep breath and just going, and just letting that air out. And that's what it was like for me. I think that's, yeah, that's quite a good point, being almost transparent with everyone, um, getting it off your chest. And the fact that you've laid it out that people can do it on Facebook um, is quite important. It's, it's what you've got to understand is as well. You can't go around making people feel awkward. Don't be negative about it. And I say that mm. a lot. I say that to people a lot. Don't be negative about it. Try and be mm. positive about it. Explain your situation. Then explain what you're going to try and do. Don't yes. say, don't turn yeah. around and be like, yeah, I'm still feeling like I'm going to do this. Don't write that on Facebook. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, mm. you just put worry into people. You know, try yeah. and be positive. If you've got your own struggles going on and stuff, maybe speak to a close friend privately. Uh, ring, I don't know, there's loads of support numbers out there which you can find on Google. Ring mm -hmm. those numbers and that's what they're there for. They're not there that's to it. pick up the phone and say, oh, you got mental health problem, go away. They're there specifically <laughs> for mental health. Yeah. People need to understand this and people are there for you. The help is out there. You've just got to go out there and get it because another thing I'll always say is, there's only so much doctors, psychiatrists, therapists can do. And mm -hmm. I'll say this a lot. No one's going to lay a red carpet for you. Mm -hmm. You have to fight it yourself. Yeah. Well. It's, it's, you're gonna, yeah. There's going to be times where you're going to be on your own. Most mm -hmm. of the time, you're going to be on your own. I'm on my own most of the time because I'm currently single. And it's those times you've really got to battle within yourself. Mm -hmm. And one, another thing that I always do as well, Pete, and I'll say this a lot to people, is that if you're feeling down, don't beat yourself up about it. Yes, right, okay, the beautiful. Worst thing you can do, if you start beating yourself up about it, you'll make yourself 10 times worse. <laughs> I, always, I always sit down to myself and say, if I'm having a bad day, it's all right, Aaron. I forgive myself for that. It's okay that, yeah. for me to feel down. Just because you feel down doesn't necessarily mean you've got mental health, but everyone has down days. You know, mm -hmm. Mark Zuckerberg, who's got billions of pounds. Bill Gates got billions of pounds. They all have down days. Doesn't matter how much money you've got. Mm -hmm. Everybody's human, and you're going to get down days. It's just you've got to ride that wave and just do what you're comfortable with. Try not forced. Don't try and force yourself to do something that you don't want to do because it necessarily can make you worse. Mm. There's some down days I can have, and I'll just want a day off Facebook, which all mm -hmm. you know about, Pete. And I'll and I'll deactivate Facebook, and I'll have a day to myself. Yeah, I did that pretty much today, yeah. And I, and, I, and I feel fantastic afterwards. That's just my way of dealing with it. Sometimes I just want to zone out from the world for the day. Because obviously I've got, I, I do have a lot of things going on aside from the mental health. I've got a lot of projects going on. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm just like, right, today is going to be my day. Shutting off, maybe go on the game. I'll appear offline so no one can see me. There's yeah. that. But, and I'll zone out for the day and leave it to myself. I'm going to feel a bit better come back and I'll carry on and I'll just clear everything out it's like clearing my system out clearing I love that 
I think um, that, that's two, hit on two points there. One was I had a podcast with a, an artist called Helen and she simply stated, it's okay to feel sad sometimes. Um, and I think oh. that's beautiful. Like it is, it's, it's perfectly okay for you to have a day where you go, I'm not, I'm not okay, you know, and just you feel it, embrace it. Yeah. And they'll put on Facebook, I'm, I'm sick of feeling sad. I'm sick of feeling this. And the thing is, yeah. you're going to feel sad longer the more you beat yourself up about it. Yeah. Um, and then, that wave. On top of that, get away from distractions. Is It's the yeah. first part of the first book. And it's like, yeah, the, you, you've overwhelmed yourself with too much. You need to time to think and rest and, and be yourself. Get away from negativity. I love it, yeah. Get away <laughs> from negativity. And, that's, and I'll stress that so much. You're feeling sad. Think in your head, what's going on that's negative? Mm-hmm. I know sometimes you can't always avoid it. Any negativity you can avoid, get it out of your head. Get yeah. it away. If it's a friend no, that's constantly being negative, it's time to... I, w- I wouldn't say to him, as you know, I'm not being your friend anymore. Distance yourself. That's all I'm e- saying. And e- all my friends now. that I've got now, all my close friends, are all positive people. And all mm-hmm. people who support me. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want. 200%. Aaron, like, um, I think in general, just that kind of, uh, yeah, if someone's being consistently negative with you and putting the you down, watch their intent, watch who they are, and like say to them, say, you know you've made five negative comments in a row, and just point it out to them because maybe they don't even know it's their own thought processes that are putting True. themselves down, you know. And at the end of the day, it's because some people have been doing it for so long, it's just a natural reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to sit down to yourself and yeah, but Frank can tell you, well, maybe you should sit down yourself and think, I've just had a conversation with somebody and all that being is negative. And mm-hmm. the thing is, we speak a lot on Facebook and go through your messages with your friends and just see what are you mm-hmm. putting? Yeah. It's like, why am I negative all the time? Maybe this mm-hmm. is why I'm feeling down. Maybe this is why I'm feeling a bit upset today because I'm constantly mm-hmm. being negative. Or just do something that you know is going to help people. Yeah, think that's outside that's of me yourself. Personally, is what I do for other people. It might be going doing, you know, going for a run. I don't know. You know, do something that make you feel like makes you positive, but don't feel like you've got to force yourself to do it. Wake mm-hmm. up in the morning and feel like you want to do it. Mm-hmm. So, what, what's your thoughts? And then, if you are struggling, think of other people you can help and pick them up. Yeah, uh, first. Always. Yeah, always. I always say that. So we were saying uh, the first sign for you then was sort of, you, you was in the hospital second day, uh, you put this post out there. Um, so, and that was you just the, the first step of you sort of getting to grips with it and overcoming it. Now you've, you've taken it to a whole other level of uh, almost, I'd say self-punishment in order to raise awareness and help for other people. Because I know what, what you've got planned is something huge. Um, do you want to talk about that? Like what's your plans? Yeah, last week I was just, sat there like, like i was explaining before i was like oh yeah i was doing some videos and i was putting them on facebook but then I was, mm-hmm. I was listening to them back and i was just like i listened to my back next day and i'm just like no but I, I, the thing was i never sat there and i thought why have i done these videos apart you know what it's tried and tested yeah i, beat myself, yeah. I never beat myself up about doing stuff you right know, if, if something never works out don't sit there and say why the hell did i ever do that just go it was tried and tested Everything is trial and error. So, so you're talking about um, not putting yourself down for failure? No. Is that... No? <laughs> Everything is trial and error. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you know, anybody successful will tell you. Yeah, definitely. You know, they didn't just get a straight road. It was like, here you go, there's a billion pounds now. You've got a trillion pound company without having failures. And it's about mm-hmm. sitting there and telling yourself that everything is trial and error. And it's the same with your own mind as well. Everything is trial and error. Yeah. If if you try new coping mechanisms and they don't work, don't say why is this not working? It's trial and error. Go and find something else that might help. But well, I've got the subjects. <laughs> yeah, no, but that, that's something. Um, yeah, I find a lot when I've uh, coached people. It, they'll tend to go, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to do certain things. I want to pick up certain habits. And then within a week, they go, well, I've not lost the weight yet. And I'm like, well, it's not magic. You know, it takes time. It takes effort. You, you're going to fail a lot. If you want you know, that, you get lapels up. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it instant, yeah. It's like, yeah, definitely. It's, it's not like magic. Everything in life you've got to put in the work. It's the same with your mind. 
mm-hmm. know what the craziest thing is as well? It's great looking after your physical health. Look after this. And I mean that because at the end of the day, this is what you're stuck with 24-7. With this body, you can go and get rid of it. You can, you can go away from negative people. Yeah. You can't get away from this. You've got to look well, after it. And I'll stress I, that so much. I, your yeah. mental health is more important than your physical health. I do talk about a lot um, about what what's the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning. What are you focusing on when you wake up? Um, what kind of goals or aspirations are? Or what what self talk? You know, this, these kind of things I always try and cover. What's things? Is there anything you specifically do? That, um, anything I do? Do you know yeah, what? Yeah. And this is so simple. It's so mm-hmm. simple, and I think I, I love it. I love simple. I sit there and I say to myself, "I've got a roof over me, and I've got food in my belly." That's great, mate. That, it's that simple. As long as I've got a roof over me and food in my belly, everything else is a luxury to me. I'm grateful for everything else. But the thing is as well, I don't value, like, obviously I value things, but I don't value things that other people do. thing is, I'll show just as much appreciation going buying a chocolate bar than I will buying a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Show the exact same appreciation. Yeah. You know what I mean? The issue is, people will sit there and they'll always argue with you. Money will make you happy because you buy everything that you want. No, it won't because you go and buy that house you wanted. Six months later, you want a bigger house. That's it, yeah. It's the more you go and buy that dream more. car you always wanted. Six months you're bored, you want a better car. Mm-hmm. You'll always mm-hmm. want something better. In anything, anything that you buy in life, you'll always want something better. And that's why so you've got to sit there and say to yourself, what really makes me happy? Yeah, sort of appreciation. Money will make you happy to a certain point. For me personally, self-love. Loving myself is the key to my mental health. When mm-hmm. I'm loving myself, I feel amazing. And it's what people don't like after enough. People are, there's some very selfless people in the world and they'll go and help people so much and so much. But sometimes you've got to be selfish and look after yourself. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up for it. Sometimes you've got to be selfish and look after yourself first. Well, that's... Um, a lot of people are, are very kind-natured, seem to get walked all over or they get put down. And they say, I, I help everyone all the time and I don't feel good about myself. And it's like, well, have you stood up for yourself? Have you, you know, built your own confidence? Just because, just because you stand up for yourself doesn't mean you're not kind. It just yes. means you're not being a what? And that's me. I'm the ni- you know me, Pete. I'm the nicest, most respectful <laughs> life you will ever, ever meet. But I won't let everyone walk all over but, me. Ex- all your friends, you know. If, I, if I'm being nice to somebody, I feel like they're taking the mick out of it. Mm-hmm. You're gone. That's it. You're That's gone. it. Don't. Well, I'll talk to you when I see you, but don't. I won't consider you a close friend or a friend. Hundred um, percent. So you've taken. So uh, you've taken this new uh, challenge on. Um, after you've you've gone through that, you've only been out of a hospital, you know, so long. You've gone through all this pain and suffering. Um, what is this massive challenge that you've decided to take on, Mister Aaron? Yeah, so about a few weeks ago, I've been thinking massively about doing a marathon. And at first, it was just a marathon. I did. I mean, I did 6K the other day, and I was, <laughs> I was gone. Right. In, people that I don't know, to put it in perspective, a marathon is 26.2 miles. And runners, world elite runners, will do it in two hours, one minute. Average oh runners God. will do it in three and a half hours, four hours. Not very good runners will do it five hours. Yeah. It's a long time. And I've decided to do two. <laughs> two marathons. Now, bear in mind, like that that could take years of training and stuff. And, years of training. Um, it's it's going to push your body to the limits. And to do two in a year, you know, could be a big um, challenge for most back. people. It's not two in a year, it's back to back. <laughs> That's what I'm going to get into. You've not just taken it on as, oh, a yearly challenge I'll do two this year. It's simple. Two days, you are going to put yourself through... Um, you know, tremendous struggle. But the the, the idea behind that is because you're raising massive awareness and, and you're doing yeah, things I'm, I'm raising awareness for kinds of um, for men's mental health mainly. It's for everyone's mental health as well, but uh, mainly for men's mental health for me because it's, mm-hmm. it's such a close thing. Like I was saying before, Pete, you know, 18 deaths a day, man. Male suicide. There's no need. 18, like, there's no... That can be 18 families. That's 18 people left. 18... You know, wives have lost a husband, kids lost a dad. It just doesn't need to be. And especially in a time in lockdown, the rate's just getting even higher. And because right now... Because people are struggling with money. 
you, people are what you're, you're a, a message away from a friend you know it's not like you have to walk anywhere to see them you could connect with someone so quickly now um and it's so sad to see that people won't reach out or, or they feel like they can't the thing you know? is there's too much there's too much going on in the world and people can see it everywhere and it's so mm-hmm. negative if you think about it I know mental health wasn't really massive back in them days in the sense that I didn't know much about it. Mm-hmm. But in, in the, in the 30, 20s, 30s, 40s, I didn't hear much about suicide at all. It's because they didn't have all this going on. And the, the thing is with lockdown, I always try and look at something worse. So we're like, lockdown's bad. Mate, 1939 to 1945, we sat in a bunker mm-hmm. for six years. We're no heating. We're rations. We're, we're complaining because we've got to go and order a takeaway every night. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're stuck in our house. Got, and which I, is I've got laptops, we've got PlayStations, and we've got Netflix. But the issue mm-hmm. is, we've, a lot of people have been brought up on that, so now they feel like they've had done by. Mm-hmm. Put, put them to, put them to mm-hmm. 1939, they won't last five minutes. Will not last that's five it. minutes. And that's the thing with me. If I'm feeling crap, I always sit there and think that people have always got it worse, and they do. People have always. There's always somebody that's got it worse than you have. Mm-hmm. Always. Oh, 100%. 100%. So let's say um, someone's listened to this now, they'll potentially be someone listening to this now who are going through that struggle where they feel lost, they feel like they can't reach out. Um, what lesson would you have for them? Like, what, what, what lesson would you have? Right? And, mm-hmm. I, and I'll say this first of all if you're feeling suicidal, feel like you're going to go and do something, please, please go to any. Go to A&E. It's what I did. Right. I was taken by the police. So I was going to kill... I was going, I was going to take my own life. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something about suicide, right? And it's crazy. In- a, lo- a lot of people have suicidal thoughts. <clears throat> a lot mm-hmm. of people have suicidal thoughts. The complete big difference we wanting to do it. When you, feel like, it, you're yeah. want- when you feel like you're wanting to kill yourself, right? It's euphoric. And this sounds crazy. The reason it's euphoric because you're like, I was stood there and I was like, right, I'm finally going to go and kill myself. All this pain's going to go away. Like, thank God, I'm going to be with my mum, I'm going to be with my sister. It was a euphoric feeling. It wasn't like, oh no, what am I doing? It was like, I uh, can't wait to do it. I totally agree. I was two steps away from off jumping off a platform when the train was coming in. Um, so I, I totally understand that that mindset of just, you know what? do this and it's gone it's it, all the pressure's gone all the stress is gone well the issue is you made you made that mistake you, you can't That's take true. it back as soon as you jump you cannot take that back exactly and um the thing is for me it was after the the initial obviously i, d- I didn't go through with it um i mean the really? next day i woke up i didn't mate. uh next day yeah. you wake up and you think oh wow you know that was close um and again, don't let your circumstances define you, you know, just because you're going through a rough time now or you have been for a while doesn't mean that's who you're going to be forever. Not you know what I mean? It's always going to be like that. That's the issue. Definitely not. Well, in some sense, some people are diagnosed with certain things and that's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. They have medications yeah. as well. But some people are diagnosed and they will naturally have low moods all the time anyway, just naturally. Yeah. Now we've got to try and defer this. Some people are naturally have low moods and they really need strong medication to bring them up. Mm-hmm. That's normal. But for most people, it's not like that. Most people, it can change. It it's can a life change. problem. It's a yeah, situation it's a life problem. problem. It's what you're doing in your life. Mm-hmm. So try and differ. It's, it's not going to work for everyone because like I just said, some people, it's, it's just a condition that they have. And you mm-hmm. can't, and most people won't have that condition. It's about right filtering it out. You know what I, mean? no, I, th- I think one thing that uh, we've not really got into is that you've been quite successful in your own rank with your um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and tournaments like that in the past. Yeah. And you're com- I mean, competing. So, so in a way, you are, you're a complete winner as, as people look at you. You know, yeah, you completely I mean, smashed yeah, those. Wrong. I mean, while going through all these struggles, I was working with an MMA show four years, UK Fighting Championship, one of the biggest ones in the country. Ramage shows, very professional, good at the Guildhall. Absolutely fantastic, and I made some lifelong friends. Absolutely amazing friends that I'll never forget. Had some amazing times. Absolutely fantastic. I left that in October because I moved down to Midlands, and I thought I wanted a little break anyway. Um, yeah, I've competed in MMA, 
Because of jiu-jitsu. I like doing everything. But that's for me, that's a hobby for me. It's not, I don't sit there and think, oh yeah, I can go and kick everyone's head in. <laughs> like, like no, definitely not. Chess. It's just something I enjoy. That's what I enjoy no, doing. This, this is what I'm saying. You was quite successful at that as well, which it goes to yeah. show it's not just people who, um, it's not people who just have bad luck, uh, so to say, or, or bad things that appear to be having a bad time that can be struggling well, as well. I, I have been very successful, mate. I have, I've done a lot of really fantastic things mm-hmm. uh, in my life. But just because you've done great things doesn't mean you're immune to. An ambulance, sir. Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah, it's fine, mate. Don't, don't worry. Uh, it doesn't mean you're immune to feeling sad. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are sitting there and they're like, why is that third person feeling like crap when they're wearing all these designer clothes? And it's like, everyone's bloody human. Mm-hmm. Everyone's human. Everyone can feel down. But all these celebrities taking their own lives. Do you remember that guy called Burr? He, he, I forgot what, I think he used to be on Love Island ages ago. And it was a proper woman. One of the Love Island. Right, yeah. Proper woman, I think. And he, and you never have thought anything was wrong with him. Ended up taking his own life, and everyone was mm-hmm. like, what the hell? Caroline Flack. Mm-hmm. She's another one. No one thought anything. Everyone was, everyone was slating her. Kissing her. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah. was slating. Everyone was giving crap. Stuff like that. Goes and kills herself. The same people are saying that. And they're the ones running around saying, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And it's like, you've got to understand, guys, just, just because these people are celebrities, doesn't mean you're immune to feeling like crap. Mm-hmm. Speak, speak about a celebrity like you speak about your friend. And like the, these, these people are human beings. They're not robots. It's what people have got to understand. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I think celebrities are under a lot more pressure than we are. Because everything, oh, everything's on show. Everything's on show. With a lot of us, we, we can, I can go and sit down and just exit the world. These celebrities can't. They've, as soon as they're walking out the door, they've got paparazzi in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got to deal with all this stress and extra baggage. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, can I, can do, I can imagine going at my door every single day and having cameras pointed in my face and then being front page because of my bum's showing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's oh, yeah. No, it is. It is. That's, that's realities for a lot of media, people. And... Media are the same. Media are, are just horrific people. Mm-hmm. Media is horrific. There is there is fantastic media out there, but a lot of them are horrific. And these paparazzi, right? You've got to you've got to have a certain soul to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Because you'll take a picture and you'll completely manipulate it. You yeah. get a story, being a journalist, and you'll completely manipulate it, and then it becomes Chinese whispers. That's it. And That's it. Um, one person will say one thing, and then they'll change it. I'll just get a told you end up with this massive story. Next thing you're talking about a celebrity. Next minute you're talking about. A dog bum and a dog. <laughs> Whatever it is. And, and I know it's so stupid, but it's Chinese whispers. You end up with well, a different subject from what the actual truth is. In, in current society, though, everyone is, is sort of their own celebrity with, with Instagram and with uh, Facebook and stuff like that, that posting this fake lifestyle. Um, what do you think could be a good way to use social media uh, for people's confidence, maybe, or, or for <laughs> reaching out? Don't get me wrong, but some people enjoy looking good and posting pictures that makes them feel good that's fine that confidence is, okay. is fine that is okay i do it i can be a mm-hmm. little bit in debt sometimes and i'll put it's a confidence though oh yeah ooh, i think i look pretty all right today and i'll yep. put that picture on but you know what i mean but i think it's the people that i've, I've seen people do it before they put a photo up they've not got many likes and delete it mm-hmm. you know what i mean i put a photo up because i like it <laughs> Not because the, I want you guys to like it. I like it. I put it on. It's zero likes. Who gives the monkeys? That's it. Me it, it and people, and something I'm hearing a lot lately, right? Mm-hmm. People are popular, popularizing themselves through social media. They think, if I, if I don't get 100 likes on a photo, no one likes me. Mm. Do you know how many stories I hear as well? I've had people speak to me, right? Random, random people message me. And they say, and there's people that are getting, sometimes it's girls that are getting 250 likes on a photo, and they message me saying they feel so alone. Those 250 likes aren't going to come to you, come to bed with you every night. Mm-hmm. You, you can get all these likes and all these people speaking to you, but how many, how, you go through your phone and how many people have rang you today and had a, mm-hmm. prop, a proper conversation? You know, not, not, just put, not just put on your status. Oh, yeah, that's a funny meme. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? How many people have actually rang you today? Proper heard about you. 
and that's what I try and do. I try and ring people, so and I ring them for a five minute conversation, just so they know that somebody cares about them. You know what I mean? Oh. It does care about them. So go, go more into that for the people who, who don't ring out, who don't contact people, who don't do anything like that. How quickly can that change your day? It, it, like, it, the thing is, right, and I'll say this, and some people in that sort of way, some people won't ring you because you're not ringing them. And it's I agree. Just the way, it's just the way the world works. And what I've come to notice is I'm just going to ring people whether they ring me back or not. It's something I want to do. Sometimes yeah, you want to contact them. Just because I contact. want to ring them. What people feel like is like they're entitled for them to ring them back. And it's like, it's not like that at all. It, it just ring someone because you want to ring them. And I'll tell you mm -hmm. something, you'll do it for such a long time and then you'll sit there. And some of your friends, and I promise you now, and I've had some of my friends change a lot towards me in good ways because mm -hmm. I've rang them. I've become so much closer to a lot of friends because I've been giving them five minute phone calls every couple of days. You know, you start building a connection rather than just liking the statuses all the time. You know what I mean? If, it's more of an intimate connection. You rang them and it's just for you two. You feel, you feel you could even feel anxious at first, but then yeah, once you start at first talking, you feel anxious, and then the more you, the more conversations you have, the more easier it becomes. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. what it's all about, mate. And in lockdown, you've got that that actual social connection and stuff, which the you need. Is, you know what I mean? The thing is, with lockdown as well, guys. If you listen to this, you've got to be grateful. You have to be grateful. You've got all this social media. I can mm -hmm. go and talk to fucking a dog in Australia. <laughs> I can go talk to yeah. anyone I want to across the world. Your family mm -hmm. members and stuff. Back in the old days, you had to send letters and the thought that they got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. yeah. There's no way of contacting them saying, Oh, did you receive that letter? I mean, <laughs> that's that's the way. Um, um, such a good position technology wise. This generation is the best time for technology. Take advantage of it. Reach out more. Reach contact people more. who you want to contact. Yes. And, uh, yeah. do, you, what, do what makes you happy. Boom! I like I always it. say that. Do what makes you happy. Don't do what other people want you to do that makes you unhappy. If it makes yeah. you bloody happy, you bloody do it. If you want to wear pants on your head, you wear pants on your head. <laughs> I don't care. And I'll say this a lot, right? As long as you show me respect, I show you respect. Mm -hmm. I've got a lot of lads who are gay. I've got a lot of mates who are gay. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Do you know what That's I mean? It, I, I, just, I used to, I watched this video of this guy who's got this three foot circle, three foot circle rule, right? Don't you've heard it before. It's a three foot circle rule. If it's not in my three foot circle, I can't influence it in any way. I won't care about it in the sense of like media and stuff like that. It's I agree like, with this. For example, this Black Lives Matter protest, people are getting so stressed about it. And I've got this three foot circle rule and I'm like, Affecting me, don't care about it. For for me, it's if I if I can't. It's it's not it's not that you don't you don't care. It's not that you're ignorant to it. It's that if you can't amend it, influence it, or affect it, then it's better that you focus on yourself. It. Yeah, you need and to focus on you. I'm not going to get into it too much, but the Black Lives Matter thing, it doesn't matter what you're going to do. Nothing's going to change. You're always going to get racist people. Well, it's, like it's you're, not. You, you're always going to get terrorists. Mm -hmm. You're always going to get neo Nazis. You still got Nazis. You still support Hitler. But it, it, from the war. Yeah, what you're saying is it doesn't matter what the the news or the media or what everyone else is doing. What's important is that you you focus on things you can affect that, that you can, affect, you yeah, can exactly. change. Yeah. What you can change. What you can change is your it's your friend down that road. That's what you can change. You can I ring them that. up and now now they they've gone. They, they could be feeling down and you don't even know it. And then you've rang them and then they've gone down the phone and gone, bloody hell, he cares about me. Yeah. And I feel so much better. That's huge. It's yeah. massive. It's, there's no better feeling than feeling like people care about you. No matter you what your personality is. 100%. Feeling more, feeling like someone cares about you. And that's what most people want. To put it in that the simplest ways. But I'll tell you something there, guy. <laughs> if you're struggling, all this media stuff, ignore it ignore it because it's just going to have more stress in your life but it states is about what's going on in the world you're stressing yourself out because people start people start arguing with you you end up in a <laughs> yeah. with people and you'll go to bed thinking about it and you're stressing yourself out it's ruining your it's day and yeah so with all this Aaron you've got the big the big two marathons in two days which is wow like I want to run with you 
I'm not fit enough. Um, <laughs> but um, the thing is, I'm, I am a very, I'm a very fit lad in general, so that's why I said two. Um, I've, I've don't smoke. Um, I take this, but this is CBD. Yeah. Like, I do have a bad shoulder, so I take it. For, Same, yeah. Re, 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 yeah. Well, help with pain in my shoulder. I've always kept being in fitness anyway, so I'm quite confident I can do it. I know it's going to be very tough, but the issue is here, Pete, it doesn't mean I have to run all the way. No, no, no. Whether it takes me 14 hours, I don't give a monkey's. I'm going to mm. do it. I'm setting mm. an example. It's like all these donations, I'm giving everyone a reason why they should donate. They should be donating anyway. Don't get, in my yeah. world, they should be donating. If I had a million pounds, I'd donate it all. But I want to give some people a reason, like, whoa, what, what marathon's all right? Do you see a lot of people doing one marathon? Back to back, and people look at it and think, wow. That is absolutely incredible. What he no. has done is absolutely incredible. And the thing is, I'm doing it on the 27th of June, 28th of June, Saturday and Sunday. But I'm keeping the donations open until the 20th of July. Awesome. That's great. Basically, so I can get around saying, yeah, I have done it. And I've got my, my, my Strava because it, it's going to be live tracked as well. So I'm not cutting carnage. You see exactly my pace, exactly where I'm going. And how many mm -hmm. miles I've done. And if any of you guys who are still watching this in that time zone, obviously they can... Um, yeah, they can see it. And the thing is, know, they can... if it says I'm going 80 miles an hour, then you know I'm driving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. So... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put... I, I could easily say, yeah, I'm going to do two marathons and then wake up next day and go, hey, I've done two, two marathons yesterday when I've not even set foot out the house. I'm going to take... I'm gonna, I, I said I'm even going to take videos maybe every eight miles... Yeah, you know, just say right. This is me eight miles. She's still well, this still getting is, on. <clears throat> this is what I was going to ask. Was he was going to vlog the experience? And what I thought was, is there anywhere people can go to find it? Because I've had yeah, people ask. I mean, as soon as, soon as I, I, I'm still, the thing is, I, I put this just giving up a couple of days ago. I just had the artwork done. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? Yeah, you've it's seen class. the artwork. Yeah, class. And the guy who's done it he used to do the fight posters for our show. So I know him very, very well, and he's donated it. <laughs> he's done it himself, and he's donated it. Because I said to him, I was really like, cool. I'll give you some money. I was like, let me give you some money. He was like, no, no, my donation. <laughs> That's fantastic. But yeah, well, what was the question again? Um, when these videos are done, because I've, I've had people asking me, essentially, where can they find you? And I'm like, well, is this going to be Aaron's only challenge, which we could get into in a minute, but where could they find the videos? Obviously, I'll, I'll post them alongside you, but working it before they'll, they'll like. be on my facebook excellent facebook. I I'll, I'll put them on my facebook and if i want to i might do it on youtube and the mm -hmm. and this doesn't stop here Pete. this does not stop here i love it i'm gonna do i'm gonna do these two and then mm -hmm. i think i'm just gonna do ones after that okay i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it three times a year do one for mental health one for cancer and one for people who've lost babies miscarriages yeah. mm -hmm. three charities i'm gonna do it for i'm gonna do it every single year without fail Unless I'm in a wheelchair, can I do it in a wheelchair? <laughs> yeah, I'll push you. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> Brian Potter. Yeah, come on. Um, no, seriously, I think that's really cool. Which what you could do as well is, is people next. Uh, you know, when they want to to try a challenge, they could run with you, and you could you could almost coach them whilst running, and and you know talk about life. Definitely, whilst running. I mean, it, you don't even have to run all the way. Mm -hmm. wanna, oh no, definitely not. You want to run, run half a mile? You want half a mile? Me? I'm not stopping. I'm gonna keep going. But yeah, do what the hell you want to bloody do that. Yeah. So for you, you you've had as I say we almost uh, skated over it. You, you sort of had really hard times um, growing up and things. You've been through it. Like as you say, I don't want to focus on it too much because it's not good to talk about um, too deep. I don't want to upset you. Um, hey, I'll tell you but, something. Now, it doesn't upset me. The time mm -hmm. it upsets me is when I, when I keep doing these videos. That's when it upsets me. When yeah. when I'm doing this now, people listen. So I know it's helping people. It's just a one-off, and it's like great, fantastic. We're talking about it. We're discussing it. Mm -hmm. The thing is with these videos, I'm sat there on my own talking into a phone. Yeah, people don't see. I'm talking into a phone. I'll get his thoughts in here with this. We're discussing it. We're breaking it down. This mm -hmm. is absolutely fine. You know yeah. what I mean? This is completely different from me doing the videos. I love that. That's good. Um, I, uh, welcome to, to be my guest anytime, Aaron. This is awesome. Um, but what I want to know is, 
you've been for all these struggles, bullying, loss, you know, family members, all these stabbings, robberies, all these things that you've been through. Um, what's your next, uh, what, what's your goals? What, what do you want to be next? Like, what, what do you think? Because you've been through all this, I think you're going to be so determined, strong and courageous. You're going to have a sort of impact on other people and influence. I think I've got to understand is not get overzealous. Yeah. Or don't get too over the top with it. Right, okay, I'm with don't, you. Don't let it get to the point where I can help people and stuff, but I've got to understand that I've got to help myself as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was explaining before, I'm, like a, you know, I'm a very selfless person, but I'm mature enough to stand back and say, you know what, I'm going to be a little bit selfish now. Maybe, yeah. maybe, I'll, maybe I'll just chill out for a week. <laughs> I, understand. I don't always have to help people. Not always no, no, I, no, I can no. have a week or two. Uh, I'm just having me time and that's it. And I'll do it when I want to do it. Just don't get overzealous with it. Sometimes you get, I know it sounds stupid, but you can get overdetermined. Yeah. You and, can, it, and it does affect your mood. You're, like, you're so determined. You really want to do it and you can't physically do it. You've not got a good time in your day. And it makes you feel like oh, no. don't get overdetermined. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what for you, let's, let's go into what people could start today. Let's say that they're struggling and stuff. What are the main things you'd say that they should focus on? For me, I'd always say physical fitness, martial arts, something like that. Yeah, that's habits, great. You know, well, yeah, that's always habits. good. But for things, it's different people. I mean, it, I mean mm-hmm. for things, it's different people. For people, it's different things. For me personally, there's some days where I can't even be bothered going on the punching bag and lockdown. Mm-hmm. I just want to go and sit in my room and play Warzone. Absolutely fine. That's what I want to do. What people have got to understand is, is not beat themselves up for not doing a certain physical activity. Right, I'm with you, yeah. That's you know good. what I mean? I, 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 routine's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But don't start making it feel like you're in prison. I love it, yeah. Don't, don't you know be what I mean? I think that's one if, thing. If you want to get into a routine, sit there and be like, yes, I want to be in this routine. Yeah. Don't wake up and think, shit. <laughs> that, Ma- that makes you feel like you're in prison. Don't yeah. imprison yourself. Just yeah. Don't, don't be too harsh. Yeah, don't be too harsh yourself. I think that's I'm a good. That to uh, you good... As well, Pete, and I'm saying that to you as well. <laughs> never. I'll, I'll never stop. No. I'll never stop. Um, no, I understand fully. Um, you, you have to have those moments for yourself. Uh, so I think one thing that you go into is make it okay to to have your moments, but also make it okay to shut yourself away and get away from it all. You know what I mean? Sort of be okay. <laughs> you know, um, don't always be out there. Don't always be available for everyone. You don't to... have to. No. <laughs> Look at that, how casual. You don't have to, do what you want. I love it. But that's it, that's carefree. That's... That I, speak, I speak so casual because I, I do have stuff. Obviously, I've got my, I've got a lot of things going on in my life, but I, my mind feels so free. Like, no, I don't want to do that today. I'm not going to want to do it. <laughs> I love that. I don't yeah, feel bad about it. It's like, no, I don't want to do that today. I'm not doing it. That's not who I am today, and that's well, fine. It's just not that's... what I want to be. Yeah, definitely. I say I'm gender it. fluid. <laughs> fair play, mate. Fair play. Uh, not really. Um, so yeah, so we've got um, for people out there who are going through a tough time, through uh, struggling. Uh, maybe it's bullying. Maybe it's loss. Maybe it's stuff like that. You're saying, essentially, do things that are good for you. Allow yourself to be sad. Reach out to people. Um, don't be afraid to talk if you're feeling down. Uh, go Never. to A and E. Yeah. I'll tell you something there. If you if you speak to a friend. And they're not always showing you much attention. So, right, I'm going to say this now, right? And it might seem as some friends are just not very caring people. It's just natural. Some mm-hmm. people are just not very caring people. And I've, since I come out of hospital, it's filtered out a lot of friends for me. And it's, fil- mm-hmm. it's filtered out in the sense of who my true friends are. Which it has. It doesn't mean I'm not friends with them other people. It's mm-hmm. made me sure who I can go to. Yeah. Who I know will actually help or will talk to me for five minutes. And that's the great I thing about that. it. And this is what people need to understand about speaking out. You can speak to a friend and you feel like they're not helping you. That's fine. Maybe it's just their personality. They don't want to help you. Maybe go and try speaking to another friend. And then you might find it complete opposite. And they're like, me, just speaking to you all the time <laughs> and nagging <Yeah>. your head. <laughs> Maybe, like yes. Said, everything's trial and error. Awesome. Don't feel it. crap. Don't sit there to yourself and think, 
Oh, well, he's not caring that much. It might just be their personality. It's just the way it is. You can't knock them yeah. for it. If they want to be like that, they can be like that. That's totally up to them. You're not gonna. You're not gonna change them. I think that's one thing. But some people's values are different. So you, like, certain people could need to be contacted twice, three times a day to consider someone a friend. Where others who are your friend will just need it once a month or, or like, you know, whenever. There's been times where we've not spoken for months. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. You know, I'll see you and. Yeah. No. Yeah. Can... No. I'm saying in the past and stuff. There's been times where we've yeah, not yeah. spoken for months. Probably times we've not spoken. Yeah. And I speak to him, it's like yesterday. They're the kind of friends that you want. That's what I'm on about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not friends no that you want And it's awkward when you start speaking again. That's it, mate. I love it. Um, so, how are you going to prep for your two marathons? Just play some Warzone and get in the, get in the Warzone? No, mate, just been looking after <laughs> the diet. It's mainly looking after the diet, making sure I'm stretching and making sure I'm um, um, buying some new running shoes. I'm running every night. Um, right. like two three miles keeping not, it shape more than anything uh, it is going to be very very tough but the, the thing is that for me I don't think it's more physical I think it's going to be more mental I think, right, real, yeah. I think it's a real I think to me I think running anyway in general like doing marathons it's more of a mental thing and people say this to you when they're training weights and stuff and they're training to get bigger and that say a lot of it is in your head everything's mm-hmm. in your body head but when Talking you're sat there like doing it. that and you can feel the burn your body's just like, no, no. That's your head telling you no. When you put mm-hmm. that down and you've not done that extra rep, that's your head telling you no. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. That and that's going to be the same. There's going to be times where I'm going to be running and I'm going to want to cry, blood. They call it the wall, yeah. And I'm, and yeah. I'm going to want to cry. But you're just going to battle that in your head. You know, it's that mental strength you've got to have. And I feel like I've got that now. Love that, yeah, definitely. The uh, the you know, going through the adversity, um, staying yeah. strong. When I've got, I've got two fights coming up as well. Well, I was waiting for you to uh, to go on. So, not only is Aaron doing marathons, helping people, you know, raising awareness, been through enough struggles, and I'm all doing that. An MMA show as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I am. Um, I got, I'll talk about the MMA show first. Go ahead, yeah, yeah. And this is crazy. The second day I was in hospital. I got a phone call from a guy called Rob Freeman. Owns his own. Free- great guy. Blackburn. Yeah, great guy. Blackburn, Blackburn Predators. Um, does a lot of stuff. He does like free youth classes. Great things for Blackburn in general. He used to work with him on the UK Fantasy Championships. He approached me and he said, Don't, and, and, and you know what? These little words he said, and it made me feel so good. He went, I know how well respected you were in the UK MSE as a person. And That's I was massive. like, he said, I really, really want you on board with me. And I was like, fucking do it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So our, our first show was actually supposed to be 27th of June, the day I'm doing a marathon. Uh, but obviously with the corona, et cetera, we're, 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 we're probably going to look at early next year now. That's what we're going to look at. We're going to focus on. So he's got his own gym. He's going to focus on that, getting it back up and running, et cetera. We'll probably, if we can fit what, if we can fit a day of you show in, and we will do. If not, we'll start the next year. But not just that, I decided to be a bit of a crazy person. Well, the thing is, it's what I want to do. I've not sat there and said, right, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. Oh, I'll force myself to do it. I want to do it. And I, I'm, I'm fighting Burn Knuckle. Burn Knuckle, Aaron. I'm fighting Burn Knuckle. I love it. And I'm fighting a guy that no one wants to fight, which is a guy called Bullet Karan. And the name is intimidated right. enough. From Autosport to me in a term, he said, Do you want to fight this guy? I don't want to fight him. I said, Yeah, no problem. Didn't ask anything about him. Signed it. It was like, Yeah, he's had 40 pro fights. Oh, my days. Right, okay. He's had 40 pro fights. He's fought like Josh Warrington, Kiko Martinez. He's fought some very, very tough guys. He's not won them, but he's fought some very, very tough guys. Yeah, yeah. He's been some tough guys. And then I've got another, a bit of a warm up one. For like a new blood title for the same show, new blood lightweight title against someone called Joe Werner. Turned around to me and he said he's had a hundred street fights with fifty knockouts, and I was like, "Great, fantastic!" Don't think he's ever stepped in a boxing gym in his life. Right? Okay. I just he was just giving me a lot of crap, and I said, "Promoter, put the fights on. I'll use him as a tune-up fight. This other fight." <laughs> Love the confidence. Great. Promoter knows anyway. I'm going to smoke him, so they go in there, do what I need to do. Get a bit, get, get a bit of a feel, and then I'll fight the really more experienced guy next. 
I think that's huge because, um, I mean, A, it's, it's risky, but everything in life's risky anyway. May as well do it. You want to do it, which is exciting. I want to do it. Um, and it, it's just like, yeah, I love the confidence. Yeah, it's tune-up fights, fan. <laughs> um, but you, you're well, also... I you, confidence there. And I get... I'm, that's and, it. And I'm, I'm in a group on there and I get a lot of shit. Because they're like, <laughs> oh, you're so cocky. And it's like, yeah, I'm cocky because that's how I roll. That, that's I mean... If you speak to me, like, it, it, I, after the fight, so if you speak to me, I'm nice and whatever. But that's how mm-hmm. I get in the zone. Because I am confident. Well, that's... I, that, that's... Don't get me wrong, right? And I'll tell you something now. If someone turns right to you and says they're not scared of somebody, they're fucking lying to you. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter if you're the best MMA fighter in the world against the worst. You're still scared. I'm scared. I'm, pet- get caught. I'm, I'm petrified of going in these fights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly I'm. But I'm confident as well. But you need to be scared. You have to be scared because being like scared gives you a certain sense. Mm-hmm. Just gives you like a sixth sense. Being scared, like your body's telling you it doesn't want to get hit. So that's when you start using your movements, etc. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That sense. You come alive from yeah, that feeling. You come alive in a sense, you, know, you really switched on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I look, uh, like, it's uh, it's quite exciting stuff. It can be used in the, the same thing of uh, anxiety, though. You're supposed to feel scared at times. You're supposed to take on challenges yeah. that, that scare you, that, that make you feel nervous, because then you switch on, because then you're more aware of, of risk. But you have to build your own inner confidence to overcome the problems. I had that with um, you. Like, I'm officially diagnosed with PTSD. Right, okay. That's what I've got, post-traumatic. I don't have depression or anything like that. PTSD, and that's what it all led down to. Um, mm-hmm. The thing is, PTSD is a lot of anxiety in there because I used to walk down the street after I got stabbed. I couldn't have anyone walking behind me. If mm-hmm. I heard someone walking behind me, I had to stop still, turn, and wait for the walk past. Well, more you know, totally. I felt like so, I felt like someone was just going to pull an arm and put it in the neck. Mm-hmm. That's how I totally felt. Understand. If, 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 if I went on public transport, if I went on the train, I had to sit right at the back. <sighs> I couldn't have someone sitting behind me because I feel like they're going to put an arm in the neck. Or yeah, or. yeah. That's just PTSD from what's happened. It's PTSD from everything else in life as well. Boom. So yeah, let's put that over there. Don't have depression or anything like that. PTSD. Yeah, definitely. That's. I mean, everyone has, has their own um, their own issues, problems to overcome. And for you to, to come out, not only, you know, deal with that and sort of live with it, but you've also come out to actually fight. So you're fighting through it in a way. You know yeah, what I mean? and there's another great thing going on as well, Pete. I got, okay. a, I got approached by an MMA videographer and he wants to do a right. documentary on me. Excellent. That's awesome to hear about as well. He wants to talk about my mental battles and then go into fight. It's like fighting. <laughs> something like fighting for... It's, it's, it's a nice little name. I forgot what it's called now. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's going to be... Um, he's going to be doing a mini documentary about everything that's going on. While I was in hospital, and then leading up to a fight, he's going to do a bit of marathons. Well, it's going to be, it's like the ultimate success story if, if you come from, you know, such, such hard times to actually fighting through problems like that uh, and uh, coming out on top. Maybe that's going to be incredible. I, I want to sit there and be an inspiration to people that it, it can happen quick. With some people, it can happen two years. With me, I'm very fortunate. It's took me two months. That's don't incredible. feel like you've got to rush it. Do you know what I mean? Don't feel like just because I've been all right in two months, if, if you're in a bad place, you should feel okay in two months. Because it's not always like that. I'm still mm-hmm. going to get shit days. I'm mm-hmm. still going to have days where I don't want to leave days and I want to sit in bed all day and cry. Mm-hmm. Of course there is. But yeah. at the end of the day, I've got, I, I understand that. I understand all of that. You that embrace means, it. Yeah. And I tell, I tell you a little trick I do as well, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with like anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, when you've got, when you're overthinking, you've got a lot of things going on in your head. What I do, and it's so simple, I put shelves in my head, little shelves mm. in my head, and I'll put what, what's more important at the top. And I'll work my way down in them shelves. Because sometimes when you've got so much going on, you start thinking about one thing, and you're like, shit, I've got to do this. Sit there, put shelves in your head, boom. I like that. Nice little strategy. I could uh, add in a little newsletter to that. Um, maybe help you, uh, you know, write one up for us. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. no, this is cool. Like, um, maybe a YouTube channel where you, you're putting these documentaries on. Uh, I'd love to see that and share it and, and help you along that as well. Um, that's huge. You know what I mean? Just coming that's out on it. top. And you know what? I'm very honoured. 
so honoured. Like, I'm genuinely really honoured. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm the beast now. Everybody. I'm the man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an absolute honour. Yeah, that, I think it's um, a testament to yourself that you've not let any of it go to your ego. That you, you know you're taking these challenges on, um, that you're going through these problems as well. Oh, so like, living, on, a, a living inspiration. In, yeah. a, in a way, yeah, and that's that's good to see. Um, any any words, anything to say about yeah, about anything? Anything to say, guys? Focus on self love. Loving yourself will make you want to go and do things. Yeah. Once you love yourself, you'll feel so confident. Confidence is massive. I say this to a lot of people. Confidence is absolutely massive. Do what you can for self love. That's what I'll always say to people. Do that's what makes you happy. Don't let anyone dictate your life. If you uh, you don't know what you enjoy doing as well, one thing I say is try loads of stuff. Try Just stuff. try. Try stuff. It's fine. You know, it's fine to be bad. Um, and see what you actually like. Just do it. Everything's trial and error. Like I said before, trial and error. Don't beat yourself up with certain things. It's trial and error. I like that. Yeah. Might get a, a t-shirt going with uh, Aaron. Trial and error. Trial and error. That's my, that's my favorite. <laughs> I like I it. <laughs> love it i love it um yeah so that that's basically been this podcast overall we've covered you know a lot of your your problems and uh, even better the, the things that you've, you're doing to overcome them um your exception to to the the things that you have to deal with as well that's huge because a lot of people just say i had this problem now it's gone now you know everything's fine it's not the yeah. truth you know it's, it's definitely not the truth um, you have to embrace your sad days and, and live knowing that you have these problems and stuff but also don't be a harsh judge on yourself I think yeah you've come up with some in- incredible words of wisdom here Aaron which this is probably the deepest conversation we've had you know pretty hard for us who usually laugh really and joke. Right. I don't see it as deep you know mm-hmm. I don't mate I don't, I don't, it is deep obviously but I, I enjoy talking about it sometimes yeah. I know for a fact someone's going to listen to this podcast and I, and I don't give a crap if it gets 20 views. If one person listens to it, if it changes all life, that's all I'm bothered about, changing one person's life. One person's life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Bothered. Whether I change a thousand lives, if I can change one person's life, I am happy. Mm-hmm. I am happy. I said this with, I said this with a marathon. You, I could, do you know what? I smashed my target. Boom. I think smashed my target. I think I'm like 150% above my target. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I, I said from the start, two pounds. I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to put the same effort in because I'm raising awareness. Because I'm going to put like I'm going to put like a message on my back saying men's mental health matters. I love it. Beep if male mental health matters. That's what I'm going to put on my back. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, no, definitely. Because as you said, it's such a big pandemic and stuff. It's not a pandemic, but it's such a, a big thing these days. And it, I think you could actually really inspire a lot of people to come out and speak about it. Oh, so just, saying that, someone just gave me a 30 pound donation. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Keep them coming. Um, I get emails yeah. and donations. And quotes. Excellent, man. Fucking Obviously. It gen- honestly, right, it genuinely makes me emotional. Every time I see a donation, I'm like, fuck, people give a fuck. You know what I mean? People care. It's such a nice feeling. You know, it spurs me on even more. Like, I'm doing this, doing this for everybody. You know what I mean? Doing it for myself as well. It's just a challenge for myself. Doing this for everyone. You know, I'm, I'm earning these donations kind of thing. Even if it's mm-hmm. two pounds, I'm earning that donation. That's why I'm doing two marathons and being a mad get. <laughs> sure, guys, <laughs> so I'm earning this. You know? I think... Um... Yeah, you're you're a credit to to everyone who goes through struggles, um, and yourself, Aaron. Um, obviously, I'm always a call away if you need anything, um, as you know. Uh, and I need an ice pop. All oh, right, I've got I've got some ice pops in, so yeah. we'll sort that out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully, uh, in the long run, we want to be doing retreats and stuff. So maybe if you want to meet Aaron, we can uh, bring him on the retreat. That might be exciting. I bet that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, we, we can have another podcast maybe after you run, see how you do, or maybe after yeah, your fights off. when you win, when you win on your fights as well. Notice the when. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been awesome. Like Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah, true. And I've already but had yeah. my teeth knocked out. <laughs>
Um, it's been awesome, Aaron, man. It's, thank you so much for doing this podcast and, and for being welcome. honest with everyone. Like you, you've been open, you've been honest. Um, and I hope anyone who's listening can take some inspiration uh, from the things you do. Thanks again, Aaron, mate. You've been incredible. Right. See you in a bit, mate. Right. See you in a bit, mate. Bye. Bye.